My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this, the 27th day of December 2021. I'm Chili Falls, your host. Today, folks, is National Fruitcake Day. So I'm, I think that means that you take all the fruitcake that's uh, around your house and you put it into a box and you put it in a closet and it stays there till next year on December 1st. And you take it out to, and give that stale mess to somebody else for Christmas next year. And that's how fruitcake works. My buddy John fussed at me about saying that earlier in the Christmas season. But anyway, today's National Fruitcake Day, so you know I'm not going to do a whole lot of celebrating of that. Um, and over in the chat room today, I see Jack's with us from down in Conroe, Texas. Tom Henry's with us from Latitz, Pennsylvania. Welcoming all the trolls today. Yeah, we probably will have some. We have been having them lately. Carol's with us. Katie's with us. Hi, Katie. We'll talk about Katie here in just a second. Jack says he's excited. He's now fully vaccinated and have cruise boarding pass and all arrangements made for his cruise coming up. That's awesome, Jack. Congratulations on that. All right. Cruise ships sailing today from North American ports. We're making some changes, folks, you're going to notice uh, throughout today, and I've got several announcements to make that I will scatter throughout this morning's program. Uh, but we're going to do cruises sailing from North American ports instead of U.S. ports. Now, that's not that important right now. But it's going to be here in several months when we get to the uh, sailings uh, going to Alaska and stuff that um, might not, not necessarily fall if I go strictly with U.S. ports. So we're going to be looking at North American ports, okay? Cruises that sail today down in Port Canaveral, the Disney Dream, Independence of the Seas, and the Meraviglia. 
I'll be on the Meraviglia in March. Down in West Palm Beach, the Grand Classica, which in a you know, not too distant future will become the Margaritaville Paradise. Uh, sales from West Palm Beach today. Fort Lauderdale, the Celebrity Apex and the Celebrity Millennium Sale. Down in Miami, Freedom of the Seas, which I'll be on in three weeks now. It's January 24th. Uh, Carnival Conquest, Norwegian Getaway, Seven Seas Splendor, Nor uh, New Orleans, Carnival Valor sales today, Galveston, the Disney Wonder, and the Carnival Breeze. Out in Los Angeles, Long Beach, Carnival Radiance, and in San Francisco, the Ruby Princess all sale today. So we've got a pretty busy day in the cruise industry. Uh, Kenneth's with us uh, from up in Pennsylvania. Hey, Kenneth, how are you and Robin doing? Um, and everybody says good morning. Cindy Lee's with us. Cindy, good to see you as well. All right, today's headlines, folks. we got airline woes that are continuing. Uh, difficult reality for the cruise lines this past week. Uh, Carnival waves cancellation fees. P&O's Ventura was delayed a bit. Grand Cayman canceled, and much more this morning on travel and cruise industry news. Now, our friend Katie, Katie Kendrick, of course, and she and her cruise buddy, Angela Cross, uh, celebrated Christmas on Mariner of the Seas. Um, and uh, they, of course, went into Coco key for a perfect day at coco key uh that was a picture of the ship and by the way folks if you're on the podcast side of this i am showing some pictures uh on the broadcast side uh i'll put a link in the description for the folks on the podcast side so that you can uh link over to this if you want to check out the pictures uh as well uh but anyway that's our lovely friend katie And that, of course, still is a Coco Key. Uh, and then they did a little uh, uh, Secret Santa celebration. Uh, Katie said there was about 10 of them that got together and exchanged gifts. So they felt like they were right at home. And uh, then they had a formal, a formal dinner, I think might have been Christmas night. But uh, the news for uh, our friend Katie... And I got to be kind of careful how I say this, but folks, Katie, you know, she's been known to perhaps pass through a casino uh, once in a while and maybe uh, uh, gets together with some of them and they do a group slot pull or something with the slot machines. I don't know what she does. But anyway, Katie invested 40 bucks in the casino and hit it big. She hit a nice, sizable amount of money. I'm not going to say how much it is since it's online and publicly and all that business. But let's just say that Katie, if she doesn't waste her money, and we're going to talk about that in a second, she could probably pay for the next couple cruises she goes on. And I just think that's awesome. Congratulations, Katie, on a big win in the casino. I'm just tickled pink for you. I get asked all the time, and the reason I'm going to say this is I get asked a lot if people actually win in the casinos on cruise ships. And have I ever won in a casino on a cruise ship? 
And yes, the answer is yes, I have at times. And many people do. The casinos and the cruise ships are just like every other casino. The odds are roughly the same. I used to work in the casinos in Vegas. A couple of years I was in Vegas and worked for the casinos. Uh, the odds are roughly the same on a cruise ship. So, yes, you can win in the casino. The table games, you can win if you like. A lot of people like to shoot craps, which was always my favorite game. Uh, some people like to play blackjack. They Sometimes they have uh, poker tournaments on cruise ships. And then if you're really a novice to gambling, there's bingo. And, and people can win on bingo. Matter of fact, I paid for a cruise one time on a bingo game. But uh, that can happen. But I hope Katie is, doesn't go the route that many gamblers go. And here is the thing that I want to warn everybody about today. In case you do go on a cruise and you do gamble a little, and that's fine. I'm not saying you don't do that. But if you hit like Katie hit, don't think, oh, man, I got to play some more to hit bigger. You know, take the money and run. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, cash out. Get out of the casino. Go eat another meal or whatever. Go to a bar and have a cocktail or go listen to some of the entertainment instead of sitting there and feeding your winnings all back into the machine. There's a tendency to do that, folks, because once you hit once, you automatically think, oh, I'm going to hit again. And you don't. So, Katie, hopefully you took your money, you <laughs> stuffed it in a purse, <laughs> And you're going to take it home. Now, I'm not saying don't go back to the casino again, but go back and like you do normally. You have a budget for your entertainment for the night. Let's say if it's 40 bucks, it's 40 bucks. And don't go chasing after another big win. But I'm just tickled that you did that. I hope that's going to give you a couple more cruises. So congratulations to our friend Katie on a nice win in the casino. And that's awesome. At least 2,000 flights were canceled today That's from the airlines, including about 700 U.S. flights as travel disruptions from the, one of the year's busiest weekends for flying spilled over into the work week. Man, over this past weekend, airlines canceled thousands of flights due to the weather, maintenance, and as the Omicron variant hit flight crews. In all, about 2,300 U.S. flights have been canceled over the holiday weekend with more than 3,500 grounded globally. On Sunday alone, more than 1,300 U.S. flights and nearly 1,700 additional ones worldwide were canceled. So that's given everybody a major headache. And there are more than, it's not just all because of pilots getting sick from the Omicron variant. That's a part of it. I mean, you had some major areas with horrible weather that affected it some more and some maintenance issues. So it's going to take a couple days to get the airlines back to normal, I'm afraid to say. Over the past week, it's been a rough week for some of the cruise lines. 
especially with the mainstream media, the way it is and the way they've reported it. But there's still a very difficult reality that the pandemic is clearly not over. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more after a break and a word from one of our sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Several of the ships have seen upticks in positive cases despite passengers and crews being fully vaccinated. Unfortunately, the mainstream media continues to be as unbalanced in their reporting as they are with political issues. And I'm not saying that from one side or another. The right is unbalanced talking about the left. The left is unbalanced talking about the right. And it seems everybody is unbalanced talking about the cruise industry and the problems. It's one thing to report on what's going on on three or four cruise ships. But you need to give it a full vetting media, not just, you know, facts from three or four of the ships. Remember, just in the U.S. alone, there's over 80 ships that are sailing out there. Not all of the 80 ships have this big breakout that you people keep talking about. The health and safety protocols were put in place when the cruise ship restarted. And for the most part, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. That said, the biggest problems cruise line face right now, as I see it, and there's a couple of the writers out there that are saying much the same thing that I've been saying all along is one of the biggest problems is human behavior. Especially among those that refuse to comply with the rules as they've been outlined. We've all seen that whether in person or via photos and videos posted in social media, that shipboard situations in which masks are not being worn. Many of us have also witnessed scenarios in which crew members who should be or could be enforcing the wearing of masks among guests simply aren't. But then, folks, let's be honest about it. Is it the crew member's job to make sure that people are doing what they should do in the middle of a pandemic so they can cruise? I don't know. I'm beginning, I'm thinking there should be some responsibility on the general public as well. 
on the one hand, it's got to be, obviously, it's got to be uncomfortable for the cruise member, many times are younger than like I am, to come up to me and say, excuse me, sir, you need to put on your mask. Now, it just would happen to be that I would appreciate that. But a lot of people out there don't. By not doing so could result in, uh, in further outbreaks on a ship. And worst case scenario, these further outbreaks could lead to a shutdown. Something that nobody wants to see. Nobody wants to talk about. Another extended shutdown would totally devastate the cruise industry, folks, I'm afraid of. Now, it's clearly incumbent on the industry to do whatever they can in its power to keep passengers safe. But I feel that those of us that are boarding the ships have a role to play as well. Every single person who sets sail in the current environment knows that there are going to be protocols in place, some of which we might not like. Worse still are those who knowingly put everyone on board at risk. Take a perfect example, the Odyssey of the Seas, one of the ships that all the mainstream media is talking about this week and trying to make the entire industry look bad. One of the, the ships, the Odyssey of the Seas, the breakout, if you want to call it that, the number of new cases came from a person who tried to pull the wool over the crew's eyes, had symptoms, did not report it, and then you get a big outbreak on the ship amongst the crew that this person came in contact with. They then spread it amongst themselves, causing the outbreak. Was that the cruise ship's fault originally? No, it was the turkey that tried to pull the wool over the cruise line's eyes. The mainstream media doesn't talk about it that way. They don't say that, in fact, that the protocols kicked in then and they were able to isolate all the people that had problems and get them off the ship as quickly as they could. It happened to be that the party involved, they were able to reverse the direction the ship was going, go back to port, because that was the quickest and easiest thing to do. They got those people off. They got those people back home where they could go into quarantine. And the cruise went on its way. Now, yes, because of the number of cases on board, then you had a couple ports that refused entry to the ship. See how it all followed downhill? How it was all related? Now, yes, there have been several ships now, several ports that have, have refused entry to several ships. We know of three. Okay, the ABC ports uh, all had issues with two different ships, including Odyssey that we've talked about, possibly a third ship. 
and we had one ship, uh, Holland American ship to Koenigsdam in Puerto Vallarta that was refused entry for the same thing. Folks, that's going to happen. There's going to be cases. Yes, this variant is probably going to make it worse. But still, the protocols are in place between the cruise lines and the CDC to take it into effect and still try to keep people safe so that they can keep the cruise industry going. If they're forced into another shutdown, the whole industry-wide, it's going to kill the industry. And none of us want that to happen. So, people, if you're going to go, I've said it, you know, it's, I know it's like ridiculous to keep saying it over and over. If you are not going to follow the protocols, if you are not going to do the things that the cruise lines are asking you to do, even if you don't like it, and that includes social distancing and masking and extra testing and all of those things, don't cruise. Stay home. Go someplace to get a flea bag motel for a week. Don't even get out there. And be willing to accept change because something's going to change tomorrow. I guarantee it. Now, if you want to go with what the cruise lines are, are saying that you need to do to try to keep everybody, all of us safe, and so we can still cruise, and you're willing to accept changes like getting rid of ports, then fine. If not, stay home. All right, Carnival is giving passengers that booked on sailings between now and January 14th an opportunity to reschedule and cancel the trip without paying any cancellation fees. Impacted guests received a letter from Carnival President Christine Duffy, uh, you know, over the Christmas break. The communication goes into great detail regarding current protocols and other pressing matters. Basically, just to kind of summarize all this, all our crew wear masks at all times, said uh, uh, CEO Duffy. They're fully vaccinated and are receiving booster shots when they're, as soon as they're eligible. It adds that nearly all passengers are vaccinated and that anyone two or older must present a negative COVID test before boarding. Guests are required to wear masks indoors at all times unless in their staterooms or actively eating or drinking. Carnival recommends that guests use a higher grade mask indoors. That's with two or more layers completely cover the nose and mouth, fit snugly over the sides of the face, and have a nose wire. And remember, despite everybody complaining about it, there's no smoking allowed in the casinos, at least up through probably the end of January, and then it might go longer. Carnival has limited control over port availability, so the ports have every right to cancel a cruise ship going in there. Carnival wants you to know that we may encounter a decision by local authorities at a destination to limit or deny the ship from entering the port. 
Should a port deny entry, Carnival says they will do our best to find an alternative destination. Sometimes that's not not, uh, possible. And in those cases, they will be have to fall back on a sea day. And unfortunately, there's no compensation for a missed port that goes to a sea day. Folks, I don't know. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that things are going to stay somewhat as they are right now. I'm worried to death about this variant and how bad it's going to get. And I'm so afraid that we're going to end up seeing a lot more cancellations. I hope I'm wrong with that one. I mean, I'm still planning on cruising in three weeks. I'm not changing my plans at all. So I don't want you to think that. But I am definitely worried about the situation. All right. P&O's Ventura was scheduled to sail from Lisbon yesterday at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. That's uh, their time. As of 1 a.m. GMT, that's Greenwich Mean Time, of course, they were still in Lisbon. It appears that there were two medical emergencies on board, one that lasted for some time before that person got off the ship, and then the second one, uh, appeared to uh, the folks, and there was a second medical emergency as well. Plus, efforts were underway to avoid the worst part of a storm in the Bay of Biscay as the Ventura uh, would sail through on its way from Lisbon back to Southampton. Now, it's not scheduled into Southampton until the 29th, so there's still a chance that they're going to make up for it uh but uh as of uh last night late uh, about 1 a.m uh their time our buddy emma was trying to stay awake until they sailed from lisbon and uh, she said she was getting awful sleepy but i do appreciate the fact that emma posted that uh, information so we could have a story directly from the Ventura. So that brings us to Grand Cayman, folks. We've talked about this numerous times. After careful consideration and review of the health and safety protocols, the Cayman Islands have decided to cancel the upcoming visit of the Holland America's new Staten Dam, which was scheduled to visit Grand Cayman tomorrow. So that's now been canceled. According to the Cayman Times, the canceled visit was due to the inability to accommodate new health and safety protocols for all guests arriving in the Cayman Islands to have a negative COVID test one day prior to disembarkation. So basically, folks, what they're saying here, and this is going to be virtually impossible to do, they're saying the day before the ship would arrive in Cayman Islands and the people get off the boat to go visit the, you know, excursions and (coughs) shopping and 
restaurants or whatever there in, in Grand Cayman. They want the test to be given the day before. Well, the, the people are already on a cruise ship the day before it gets to Cayman Island. Okay, in most cases. So they can't have a test result from that day. So that that regulation is virtually going to cut out all cruise ships going into Cayman Island. Now, that's been the threat all along. So maybe this is the Cayman Islands way of getting rid of the cruise ship totally. But if they do that, they're cutting out the population of Grand Cayman that makes their living from the cruise industry. It's still a bad situation. But at the last minute now, it was the first ship going in there. The new Staten Dam was going to be the first one, and it had met all the, the silly rules about it being the first port of a cruise and not the, all the things that they were required. That's now dead. So that's canceled at the last minute. So, all right. Let's go over in the chat room and see who's with us today. Um, Let's see, I got down to Cindy. Uh, Emily's with us. Gretchen's with us. K.O. Katie's here. It's good to see Katie. Oh, yeah, Katie was here before, wasn't she? Yeah. Gretchen says, hi, Jack, spending New Year's Eve aboard or boarding shortly after the first? Can't recall. I believe it's right after the first, Gretchen. Um, Katie said it was my Irish Christmas luck. That's just awesome, Katie. Yeah, Jack says January 14th, Miami to the Bahamas. Hot air Tom congratulating Katie. Kenneth's uh is congratulating as well. Everybody's excited about uh, about Katie's win, and I think that's just awesome. Uh, Hot Air says it's snowing up there in Pennsylvania where he is. I'm sorry. It's uh, uh, thankfully I don't have any snow here. Yes. Uh, I was talking to John uh, last night too, and they, they got snow up there in Minnesota, of course, this time of year. Hot Air says he'll send me a picture. That's awesome. Kenneth says, we've got a few inches of snow as well. Uh, Gretchen says, Tom, you're in Pennsylvania. No snow there in Ohio. It's 56 degrees. Yeah, it's been warm here too. We had a couple days in the 70s. It's going to be in the 60s again today. Um, oh, I promised since Emily's with us. I promised I would model some shirts for Emily. So you guys on the podcast side won't be able to see this unless you trip over. This is one of my new shirts. Free words of wisdom from our favorite uh, character from Star Wars. Um, so I've got uh, several new T-shirts, folks. Uh, for those folks over on the podcast side of things, I generally wear a T-shirt. I usually don't uh, do anything other than that, whether I'm here at the farm in Virginia or on a cruise ship. You're going to see me in a T-shirt 90% of the time. Uh, Katie says, by mistake, when walking around the ship, found the hallway where people were being quarantined. Now it's kind of scary. Yeah, that's she's got to got to be careful with that. Uh, picture and short video was 
sent uh, what no ding on Chili's phone. I don't know, but let's go see what we've got. Hot air, Tom. Um, let's see, that would be here. And there is hot air, Tom. And we are going to. I got to think how I've got to do this. There we go. Okay. Oh, yeah, it is some snow on that. Now, folks, I know this is making terrible, <laughs> terrible uh, online content, but we're going to try real quickly to upload a uh, a clip from Hot Air Tom of snow up in Pennsylvania. Uh, so you people, if you're on the podcast side of things, uh, you might want to check the link that I'll post in there. Uh, so you get a chance to see this. If I do it right, it should come up here quickly. Whoops. Downloads. There we go. And if this doesn't take long to load, it's uh, right at the moment. It's spinning. (laughs) So uh, anyway, when I'm trying to do this and, and still maintain reality for our friends on the podcast side. But here's some snow from Hot Air Tom up in Latitz, Pennsylvania. So coming from... So that's uh, that's Hot Air Tom. So, and it had some snow. All right. Uh, Let me go back over here and finish out the chat room, folks. Um, Emily Cindy's uh, head, the Gretchen uh, says, good for Katie. Uh, Katie, you go girl. Amy's with us. Hi, Amy. Amy says, I feel bad for the crew that were hired as waiters or guests services, et cetera, have to be COVID cops. Yeah, that part of it's got to be rough on them, and I can understand how they don't feel comfortable doing that. I think they need people whose only job is to walk through the ship and tell people to put on masks. That's probably not a bad idea. A mask cop. And I know people are going to be upset at that, and I have the nerve to even say such a thing, but that's too bad. Gretchen says, I wouldn't have the nerve, but we didn't have any kids on our ship and all of us older ones were properly masked. Very good. Um, Katie says, one of our waiters told us that when they were uh, stuck on the ship, a few people were so depressed they jumped off. Oh, my goodness. That's awful. Emily says, I was in a store on Christmas Eve and everyone but a guy and his son, about seven or eight years of age, had on a mask, literally the the grocery entire store. But those two, he should at least mask his son. Yeah, but that's that's the political side of things. They just don't. They just don't get it. So... Hot Air says, 
do we really think that someone who would lie lie to get on a ship would actually quarantine i would not trust them well i mean that, that happened to be that those people that did lie to get on that was when the cruise ship turned around and took them back to the sailing port the disembarking port and they were taken off the ship so that might have been one of the reasons that they turned around too i don't know I don't know that one for a fact. Uh, Jack says, as if a class, a cloth mask can stop a virus that escaped from a level four containment facility. Well, I know there's, there's, it's clearly, there's definitely a, two sides to every uh, story, but then we, we've got to go with what's been proven to be safe so far not safe but better so far so hopefully at some point in time we can get rid of this crap and get back to normal uh, and again without uh, going this way emily says since you have a podcast do you think you may set up an instagram account i've got an instagram account i just don't use it very much sharon's with us says happy holidays um okay so you guys will know yes we have a podcast that is actually today is the first day uh that uh we this broadcast the audio portion of this broadcast will be on it at least it's going to be headed in that direction it's probably going to take a couple days for me to get this all up and running so that it all works and that if you listen to podcasts and you people that are on listening to the podcast out there, uh, you will be able to find the podcast anywhere on any of the uh, platforms that you used to listen to, whether it's Spotify or any of the networks. Okay. That's going to happen. Basically it's going to be the audio portion of the show. So that the regular people that watch this show, uh, on a normal basis, this is not going to change. Probably one of the things that will change is how I go about interviewing guests because I'm going to be interviewing so that it makes as much sense as possible for both this audience with video and audio and the podcast audience with just audio. So, um, I'm sure my interview skills, because I'm going to be depending mostly on word and not pictures and clips and so forth, may change some. Uh, and I'm and I've got to play it by ear. I've got to, uh, you know, I got to learn as I go with this. But anyway, yes, we are moving in that direction of having not only our daily broadcast for Traveling Cruise Industry News, but also a podcast which will be available anywhere in the interwebs of the world. So that's the direction we're heading in, and we'll see what happens as we get there. So that's going to wrap me up for today, folks. If you're new to this, uh, to this uh, space, 
Uh, we're here every day, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with Travel and Cruise Industry News. Uh, and if you're new from the podcast side of things, welcome aboard. Uh, there will be in the description of the podcast a link back to the uh, video portion uh, of the show if you ever want to click back in to check on any clips or uh, pictures that we might use uh, that I've pointed out throughout the show. That's going to wrap me up for today, folks. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully we'll all meet on the high seas one of these days soon. This is the old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.